My name's Bridget, and welcome to my podcast, Wake Up and Thrive. I wear a lot of hats, but the ones I'm most proud of are being a sober mom to my four kids, a wife to my best friend, a forever student of life, a registered nurse, and a certified life coach. You can usually find me planning and enjoying quality moments with those I love, or coaching women on how to do the same. All of our lives are made up of tiny moments, both beautiful and messy. I know we all want more feel-good moments, but I believe it's the ones that challenge us that become the catalyst for our growth. That's what we do in this space. We explore everyday moments that we deem hard, and instead of allowing them to keep us stuck, we lean into their lessons and let them wake us up. So if you're ready and willing, I'd love to invite you to come along. All you need is an open mind. It's time. It's time to wake up and thrive. Welcome back to Wake Up and Thrive. Today, today we're going to talk about what you can do when you fall off the wagon. And I'm holding quotations. Um, I'm using this term because it's what's familiar. For those of you guys that know, I have been on a sobriety journey. um, And that's what it's called. That's what it's called when you go back to drinking, right? But you can really fall off the wagon in so many ways. So falling off the wagon for our purposes is really in essence, self-sabotage. So we're going to talk about self-sabotage today, what it is and what you can do to really like when it shows up, what you can do and then what you can do to really prevent it from happening. So let's start by defining self-sabotage. So self-sabotage is actually a psychological term and it occurs anytime we destroy ourselves or block ourselves either physically or emotionally from achieving a goal or success that we ourselves have set. So this can be like direct and conscious, right? Like maybe we're on a eating plan where we're really trying to watch the the amount of sugar that we eat. And we go to a cookout and we eat a cookie or we eat a cake. Um, And then it just kind of spirals. Or it could be subtly and really subconscious. Like maybe we're procrastinating starting our business or writing that book or putting ourselves out there really because we're afraid that we're going to fail. So procrastination is a really subconscious way to self-sabotage. Self-sabotage can look different for everyone, but ultimately it is just what I said. It's block. It's you blocking you from getting what you want, right? So it can come in the form of cheating on your meal plan or your workout regimen or being sober and then going back to drinking. It can come in the form of indecisiveness, procrastination, perfectionism, imposter syndrome, starting fights with the people in your life. We self-sabotage relationships all the time, you guys. Maybe it's continuously focusing on the other person's flaws or suppressing or numbing our negative emotions. These are all forms of self-sabotage. And I know even just like speaking these out loud, I know I have personal experiences of areas in my life where I have self-sabotaged, including my drinking journey. I've been very open about that. And so I ask you guys, how have you experienced self-sabotage in your life? Where has that shown up? Where does that maybe show up today? And whatever it is for you, when just know that when we start to create healthy habits in our life, it's really common to experience self-sabotage. And I say this because it's so often when we are sabotaging ourselves, whether we're aware of it or not. We, we often think something's wrong with us or we're doing something wrong, but it's actually 
not only is it common, it really is kind of part of the plan. So I wanted to really encourage you guys before we got started to look at quote unquote falling off the wagon or self-sabotage as part of your growth, part of your evolution, part of the plan, right? I used to do this when I when I was a health coach for a while um, and we were working on like creating healthy habits and maybe healthy eating or working out. Like I always encouraged my clients to expect self-sabotage as part of their plan versus breaking the plan, okay? And this is really important for a lot of different reasons, but what if we viewed growth including changing habits as non-linear, right? And instead of looking at it as a slip up or a failure, we see it for what it is. It's part of the journey and there's something in our self-sabotage, which we're going to talk about, but there's something in there that we get to learn, we get to grow from and do differently next time to actually set us up for continual success, okay? And the other thing to know about self-sabotage is that it's Physiologically, it's a really abnormal part of change. Um, There's actually a book by Dr. Judy Ho. She writes this book called Stop Self-Sabotage, and she talks about this. And essentially, and I've mentioned this before on this podcast, but essentially our brains, remember, the, the number one job of our brains is to keep us safe. And it keeps us safe from threats or perceived threats, right? What's a perceived threat? Well, it's change. Anytime there's change or unfamiliarity, um, we our brains see it as dangerous. So why is this important to know? It's important to know because when we can view our self-sabotaging behaviors as our brain's way of protecting us, right, which I'm going to talk about in just a minute, but when we can look at it through that lens versus looking at it through the lens of shame and judgment and self-criticism and You know, you know, when that voice shows up, like, I'm never going to be able to do this. I always fail. I'm not consistent. I'm incapable. All the things, what we're doing is we're literally like piling weight on top of an already heavy situation, right? So when you put shame, judgment, and self-criticism on top of self-sabotage, it just pushes you further and further and further down your hole. And it makes it that much harder to get back out and get back on track. So if self-sabotage is really part of the plan, it's part of the process of growth, what do you do when it shows up? How do you defeat self-sabotage? And so I want to give you a list of five things you can do in the moment of self-sabotage and then also to really set yourself up for experiencing less self-sabotage in your life, okay? So ultimately moving you towards your goal with more ease, Um, So step one is really to remove the shame, like we talked about, because oftentimes shame causes the self-sabotage, right? Like we don't actually think we're good enough to succeed, maybe, right? Whether it's to succeed in being sober or being or working out consistently or starting that business. And so subconsciously, we we sabotage our efforts. So commit right now to stop double shaming yourself, We're already shaming ourselves whenever we're self-sabotaging. So we don't want to add shame on top of shame, right? We we don't want to shame ourselves for showing up in shame, right? Um, And so what do you do instead of shame? Instead, you want to just notice that you're self-sabotaging. You want to get really, really curious. I've talked about the power of curiosity before. I've talked about it in workshops. 
talked about it on the podcast. But the best part about curiosity is that when curiosity is present, you literally cannot be in shame or in judgment, right? Shame, and I'll have to do a whole nother episode on shame, but shame really lives and breathes and survives in secrecy. But when we get really curious, we're shining a light on these parts of ourselves, these parts of our journey that really are quote unquote shameful. Um, And so again, when you are in curiosity, you don't judge those parts. And when you don't judge those parts, you can actually make a change. So oftentimes I have clients who learn about limiting beliefs and mindset work. And their first question to me is, how do I uncover what my limiting beliefs are? And I I tell them, this is how. Follow your self-sabotaging behaviors and get super curious. Think of it like a puzzle, right? Like, or think of it, I'm sorry, think of it like pieces to the bigger puzzle of your growth. Like when you can follow your self-sabotaging behaviors without judgment, without shame, and really shine a light on, whoa, like that's so interesting that I ate the cookie or I drank that weekend or I didn't put myself out there for my business. That's really interesting. And dig deeper, that's where you're going to start to uncover the limiting belief that's driving that behavior. Okay. So those are the first two steps. Second step is bring in more compassion. So bring in the compassion. This sounds really sweet, right? But sometimes can be hard to do. But one of the ways you can bring in compassion is just understand that everything you do serves a purpose. Um, So nobody wakes up and says, oh, how can I screw up my life or how can I screw up my growth today? So we're going to stop shaming ourselves. We're going to start to get really curious. And then if we can start to really look at our behavior, quote unquote, negative behavior with compassion, it helps us to really discern what we're getting from self-sabotage. Because here's the thing, we're always getting something from the behaviors we are, you know, the behaviors we're exhibiting, whether they're positive or negative, we get something from them. Otherwise we wouldn't do them anymore. So what is the positive intention you are getting from self-sabotaging your goals? So for example, maybe when you procrastinate, then at the last minute, you actually get more focused, right? Maybe you work really good under pressure and maybe you're more focused than you would have been if you had been working on this for two months span. Okay. Or maybe if you keep trying to do everything perfect or stay in indecisiveness, then you actually get to really stay in inaction. You never have to move forward towards your goal, which actually might be a way of protecting you from failure or from success. Yes, you guys, fear of success is as real as fear of failure. Okay, so understand that our quote unquote negative behaviors have a positive intention And the way to find those positive intentions, the way to really uncover why we do the things that we do is to show up with compassion. So the fourth step is to thank the part of you that has been self-sabotaging. Thank this part, like truly, genuinely be grateful for it. And I have my clients do this. I will have them do this like in the mirror or I'll have them write a letter to this part because oftentimes when we self-sabotage, we often identify with our self-sabotaging behaviors. So we call ourselves inconsistent, right? I said this earlier, incapable, or we, we label ourselves a procrastinator or a perfectionist. But the truth is we are not our behaviors. There's a part of us 
that's trying to protect our whole self through these behaviors. So instead of shaming, like we talked about, instead of hating this part of you, because you actually can't shame yourself into change. You can't hate yourself or you can't hate someone else into change. Like that's, that's what I wish so many people understood. They think if they keep continue to hate this part of ourselves, the fact that we procrastinate, the fact that we eat sugar, drink alcohol, then all of a sudden one day we'll just wake up and change. And that's just not how it works. So the truth is this part of us is genuinely trying to protect us. It thinks that it's doing a good job. And honestly, in the past, it probably did do a good job. It protected you from being rejected or putting yourself out there and getting embarrassed or failing, right? So instead of shaming this part, we're going to use curiosity, we're going to use compassion, and we're really going to thank this part. And we're going to like really have a conversation with this part of us and say that we see them and that we're really grateful in what they're trying to do and how they're trying to keep us safe. And then gen- gently tell this part, it's, it's actually safe to stop. It's okay if they stop doing whatever self-sabotaging behavior you're doing but you're saying it out of love. Like, I see you, I notice you. Because just think in your own life, what happens when, like, think of your kids, when they're like, mommy, 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 mommy. As soon as you say, okay, I see you, I hear you, you know, I, I see what I see that you need my attention and it's okay. They, they get quiet, they calm down because everybody wants to be seen and heard. And that includes the different parts of ourselves. So say out loud, like, actually verbalize, I see you. I see that there's a part of me that's trying to protect me. And I'm telling you, you, I, I, I can handle it from, from here on out. Um, I've got this. It's safe for you to stop, stop trying to protect me. Stop trying to protect me through self-sabotage. It's almost like saying, it makes me think of like the toy story. <laughs> Thank you for your service, but there's a new sheriff in town, right? So we're just really kind of telling the protector that it can take on a new role. And most of the times, the protector, the part that's like our inner critic and self-sabotager really will then take on the cheerleader role. So it's a really, um, it's kind of a cool thing that you can do. So that's step four. And step five, step five is really cool. Picture your future self wanting to self-sabotage, like in the moment, right? Like you're going to the pantry, you see that cookie. You've been doing so well up until now and you you go to reach the cookie. And I want you to actually visualize. And and in order to do this properly, you have to use all of your senses and really like make this movie in your mind, make it come alive. So what do you feel inside? What do you smell? What do you see? What does this cookie taste like? And then in this quote unquote movie of the future, I want you to make a different choice. And here's why this is so valuable. And this has been studied and studied by so many psychologists and researchers. It's called making like a mental, um, a mental rehearsal of something you want to do. Because when we picture it in our mind, as if it's already happened, right? As if we're about to self-sabotage and we make a different decision, our brain actually doesn't know the difference between real or an imagined scenario. Okay, so what happens when we picture this in our mind is that imagined scenario actually becomes familiar to our brain. So that in our real life, when we start not self-sabotaging, when we start actually grabbing the apple versus the cookie, our brain doesn't look at it as like foreign or or um, 
uh, a change or something that's dangerous, right? Because it's quote unquote, seen it before. It's experienced it before through your mental rehearsal, right? So does that make sense? It's, it's actually like, I'm telling you, you guys can look this up. It's a really, really cool phenomenon. And it's one of the like loopholes to tricking your brain into stop self-sabotaging. Okay. So to recap the five steps to really move through self-sabotage and really decrease it, decrease the frequency of it in your life is one, remove the shame. Two, bring in curiosity. And three, bring in compassion, right? We do curiosity and compassion because it helps you uncover your limiting beliefs and the reason that you're actually self-sabotaging so that you can choose differently. And then step four is thank this part of you versus identifying with this part of you because it's so much easier, you guys, to let go of a part of something versus the whole of something, right? Um, so don't don't take on your self-sabotage as like part of your identity. And the fifth step is really picture a future scenario and have a plan for when you feel like self-sabotaging. Really have that, that plan of what you're going to do instead and see it and visualize it and feel it and experience it in your mind um, for two reasons, right? First of all, it's always good to have a plan. Secondly, your brain is actually going to be on less high alert um, for danger, for change, for something that's unfamiliar, because this new positive habit you're trying to do is actually going to be familiar to your brain. Okay. Oh, <sighs> so those are the five steps. I know I kind of ran through them fast. I really feel like this episode has so many juicy, juicy um, tidbits for you guys. So please make sure to save this on repeat, go back and listen, take notes. Um, and send it, send it to somebody. Maybe you're in a um, uh, an industry where you're trying to impact people's physical health or mental health or positive habits, right? This would be a really good episode to really just let them know before they start on this self-growth journey or this habit change um, process. Like they really should be aware of self-sabotage so that it doesn't like creep up and, you know, so they don't get carried away and wrapped up in it so that they can really become aware of it and actually consciously choose to do something different. Okay. So share it, subscribe to my episodes, um, review it, rate it, give me some feedback. That would be super, super helpful. Um, so that I could start creating more and more, more and more content that really is valuable to you guys. Cause that's what, what my podcast is all about. It's not about me just being on here talking. It's about you and what you guys need. So please let me know how all of this stuff is landing. And again, um, I always say this, but if you yourself are trying to change a habit, if you're really struggling in this process of, of growth or um, changing behaviors and you want not only support and real tangible tools like we talked about here, but you want that accountability, you want that encouragement, you want that cheerleader. Um, this is where coaching can be really, really, really valuable. So I'm going to drop my link in the show notes again to book a discovery call. I am starting to take on clients for the fall. So I'm booking discovery calls this month and next month. We would start in like mid-August, September range. And yeah, one of the cool things about signing on to work with me now is you're getting the benefit of a master certified coach. I'm currently in this nine month, like super intensive, holistic, mind, body, like I'm telling you, I'm learning all of the tools from the best of the best in the coaching industry where I can take you deep, I can take you far, and I can take you there quickly. 
and I'm learning it all now. So while I'm in my program, I'm keeping my same prices. So it's a really good time to get in, but still get the still reap the benefits of getting coached by a master certified trained coach because that's what I am. I have not only been a coach since 2019, I am now taking my skills to the next level. Um, and in real time, I'm going to get to teach you guys those skills. So if you book a discovery call, it's completely free. It's like 20 to 30 minutes. Every one of those calls in and of itself, you will walk away with a small win, a small breakthrough. Um, so even just booking that call is really super helpful. You'll come to the call with something you're struggling with and I'll walk you through it in real time. So you can actually experience coaching for yourself. And then I will share my program, which is, like I said, it's a six month program. We meet every other week and you have full support in between our calls. So click the link below, book a call with me. Um, yeah, I'm just so super passionate about this. And I don't know how many more one-on-one sessions I'm going to be doing. I have a lot, a lot of experience of coaching women one-on-one and I'm moving more into um, group coaching just so I can reach more people. So again, if you're wanting that hands-on um, attention and support, and you're wanting to really go dig deep and dis- like discover and uncover what, why you're self-sabotaging, what is getting in the way of you creating the life you want? Um, this is for you. My program is called Discovering Me, and that's what we're going to do together. We're really going to discover who you are at your core underneath all of these parts of you that really get in the way. So, um, yeah, I'm just super, super excited, um, about the clients I know I'm going to be working with and maybe that's you. So book the link below, book a call and, um, I'll see you all next week.